Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Patty Pop Culture Podcast. It is Thursday, November 11th, 2021. 11-11. I heard this is a really big manifestation day. I manifested today. I have a little manifestation journal. I do like the 555 method. I don't do 369, but I'll kind of just like write my positive affirmations over and over again. So that's how I've been manifesting today. How are you manifesting today? If you haven't yet, you should try it. Um, anyway, there's a lot to talk about today. There's some really fun topics. I feel like a lot of my topics this week have been sad, but we have some like fun topics this week, including Megan Thee Stallion graduating from college and her inspirational story about that. And then we have um, Nick Cannon talking about his baby mamas and saying he answered the question of which one of his baby mamas is his favorite, which is because he has a new talk show now. So he's spilling all kinds of tea. So we're going to talk about that. And then lastly, we're going to talk about Billy Porter apologizing to Harry Styles for saying that he's basically trying to take credit for starting the whole non-binary fashion movement. And it was a cute apology. So let's get into it. Also, before we start, if you can just rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts or like it on Spotify, leave a little review. I would be so appreciative. And yeah, let's get into it. Welcome to the Patty Pop Culture Podcast. Oh, you know, you know, you know, that's the Twenty twenty one, she's finna graduate college, and she was not lying. Megan Thee Stallion is going to be a college graduate on December eighth, and she has a really, really inspirational story about how she got there. So let's just talk about it. So Megan Thee Stallion is graduating from Texas Southern University with a bachelor's degree in health administration. People were kind of wondering why health administration, and why are you even going to college? And she's actually doing it for very like sentimental reasons of how she was raised and the women in her life. Um, unfortunately, Megan Thee Stallion's mom, Holly Thomas, died in March 2019 after battling with brain cancer, which is horrible, so tragic. Um, I can't imagine what that must have been like for her family. My deepest, my deepest condolences to them. That's so sad. But um, so Megan Stallion wasn't famous back then. And her mom saw her start college and she was so proud of her. She would always say how hard her mom worked to like keep a roof over her house. And she would work all these jobs just so Megan had like more opportunities. Um, Her and her grandma both would work so, so, so hard for Megan. And even if they were having money problems, like Megan didn't grow up, you know, in in the best financial situation. So even if they were having money problems, they wouldn't let Megan know that they were having money problems. They were this that kind of women. Just put their head down and work hard and do what they have to do to make it work. Her dad was there for her too, but unfortunately her dad um, passed away when she was just a teenager. So the women in her life were definitely like the leading cause in her later um, young adult years as she was going into adulthood and going out on her own and finding her whole path and career like that. So she's doing it for them. And she was more than halfway done by the time she became famous. So, so well, she doesn't need the money, of course. She's mostly doing it for them. Um, this is her 
sorry, this is what she said in an interview. She said, I want to get my degree because I really want to make my mom proud. I want my big mama to be proud. She saw me going to school before she passed. My grandmother that's still alive on her dad's side used to be a teacher. So she's on my butt about finishing school. I'm doing it for me, but I'm also doing it for the women in my family who made me who I am today. Her maternal grandmother, who she was very close with as well, died. But she still has one grandmother left. So she's doing it for all the women in her life that have inspired her. And that's so inspiring. I love how, like, you can see just through Megan's work and her art, like, how much women empowerment is in her message and how much the women in her life have inspired her to make it a big part of her message. And now Megan is inspiring a whole new generation of women. Like, that's so inspiring and so cute. And I wish we could meet her mom and things like that. And I wish her mom could see all her success and... Because she really raised a, a bad bitch and a very powerful woman who is making them very, very proud. Um, another one of her quotes says, I know I get a lot of my strength from my mother and both of my grandmothers. They're all very proud of her. And how could they not be? She literally has it all. She's successful in every single facet of her life. And even though she is Megan the Stallion, she still now is going to have a college degree that, she, let's be honest, she never needs to fall back on something. But the fact that she can use money from being a rapper to do and then like she has the credentials from her college degree so she has the credentials and the money to kind of like do whatever she wants now uh let's talk about why she chose healthcare administration she said she wants to open a end of life care facility i'm assuming this is something that is um near and dear to her because when her mother was probably dying of brain cancer she probably saw her end of life care a lot um that was just a few years ago like right around the time she was like beginning college so i'm sure that affected it this quote says, I really wanted to be an administrator over a hospital, but I knew I still wanted to be Megan the Stallion. I was like, what can I do? She continued and said, you know what? I'm going to open an assisted living facility and use the money I make from rapping to open it. And then I'm going to let my classmates run it. She's apparently very close with all of her classmates at her Texas university. So she like wants to give them all jobs, which is amazing. Megan the Stallion is definitely a great connection to have. Um, and so, yeah, she wants to do that. She wants to open an end-of-life care facility. And I feel like Megan's the type of person that when she says something, like she's going to do something, she really does it. So, and then last thing I want to say about her going to college, um, like you're probably wondering how has she gone to college these past two years when she's been extremely famous these past two years. And she has talked about how like she would go to a show and then after a show or like right in the morning before an event, a photo shoot, something, she would just be doing homework like all the time. Like any free time she had, she had to spend doing homework and a lot of people thought that was like super inspiring so she was asked about it and like what advice she would give to people who are in her position who don't feel like they can do it all and have it all like she can and she said if i am somebody's role model i want them to take away that you can still go to school you can still pursue your dreams and you should still be you no matter what the circumstances are if that's what they're taking away from me then i feel like i'm doing a good job Megan Thee Stallion is so inspirational like seriously like her confidence her work ethic her work ethic her morals She's just, that's like an all around like bad bitch. Like that's what she means when she calls herself a hottie and I'm a hottie. Like I'm a Megan Thee Stallion stan. So I'm a hottie and I learned from her and I love her. So congratulations, Megan. December 8th, she's graduating 2021. Finna graduate college. God girl shit. Drinking out the motherfucking bottle of my thigh shit. Everything I eat goes straight 
in my pockets. 2021, finna graduate college. Got plus shit, I'm a real hot topic. Fucking on a nigga, make him sing on some pop shit. I need a real headbang on some rock shit. Pussy like crack when it hit it like dope. Got a real hot box, but a bitch don't smoke. Hot girl, but I'm still a coldest. Hey, I'm the big homie, but I ain't the oldest. Hmm, bitch dry, hating, trying to get noticed. Man, ain't nobody come to see you. Okay, next, let's talk about the whole Harry Styles and Billy Porter feud that was going on. Kind of a one-sided feud. Harry Styles never really said anything back to him, but let's talk about billy porter's problem with harry styles so let me recap if you don't know billy porter he's a very famous gay man he's mostly known for pose he's done a lot of acting jobs i believe he's in his 50s um and he his like biggest thing i feel that a lot of people know him for if they don't watch his acting he's very famous because of his fashion on the red carpet and he does a lot of like non-binary fashion he like broke the internet in the oscars in 2020 i believe because he had a half dress half suit outfit it was like a um poofed out gown on the bottom and then he was wearing like a tightly fitted suit on the top and it was gorgeous he looked amazing but he has a problem with harry styles and this is why so harry styles became the first man to wear a dress on the cover of vogue in december 2020 i'm sure you guys remember that he it was like a white and blue dress he was like standing in a field sign of the times vibe he looked great a lot of people commended him for it some people like candace owens thought it was disgusting anyway people were basically commending him because they thought that his outfit was so non-binary and so progressive and they thought his fashion was just so progressive and he's making non-binary fashion so popular and yeah people were kind of giving hairstyles all that credit for popularizing non-binary fashion when in truth the honest truth is that Harry Styles did not. It was definitely Billy Porter. Um, the first time I ever saw a fashion like that, like a, basically a man wearing a dress on a mainstream huge event such as the Oscars or the cover of Vogue was Billy Porter. So Billy Porter definitely popularized it for the mainstream. And when asked in an interview, I forgot for which outlet, but when asked in an interview about how he felt about Harry Styles getting all that credit and feeling a little erased, he said... I created the conversation about non-binary fashion, and yet Vogue still puts Harry Styles, a straight white man, in a dress on their cover for the first time. Um, to me, when the Harry Styles Vogue cover first came out, I thought that was very obvious, especially when I saw all the um, applaud he was getting. I was like, this is so interesting. I was like, first of all, is this even Harry Styles, like, his life, or is he just doing this because it's kind of his brand and a trend right now? And that's exactly what um, Billy Porter said next. He said, I'm not dragging Harry Styles, but he's the one you're going to try and use to represent this conversation. He doesn't care. He's just doing it because it's the thing to do. And then Billy continued. This is like the most important part of what he said. He said, this is politics for me. This is my life. I had to fight my entire life to get to this place where I could wear a dress to the Oscars and not be gunned down. All he had to do was be white and straight. Yeah, he's exactly right. There's no way we can argue with what Billy Porter is saying um I don't think that was the intention of like putting Harry on that cover like trying to give him the credit for non-binary start like starting it popularizing it that fashion but I think just because his fan base is so rabid that's kind of just like what happened but Billy Porter is absolutely right Billy Porter has had to wait for such a long time of his life to be able to wear that fashion and express that side of himself in a way that he can feel safe and and he had to build a whole huge career for himself to even get to the status where you know no one lower can touch him or gun him down and unfortunately that is the harsh truth of a lot of communities that 
people grow up in what happened to them and even now since billy porter was the one who first made the move and like popularized it i remember seeing all the hateful comments he was getting and the threats and the disgusting things being said to him on twitter and the slurs and everything like that and billy porter still has to deal with that stuff and it's not just a bow cover for him it's not just one outfit like this is billy porter's life he is fighting for this every single day and he's fighting for the greater of the whole community where i kind of agree with him though i feel like harry styles it was just it's just something that was like on brand and trendy for him to do again i don't think he was trying to take all the whole credit for him but i completely agree with what billy is saying i think harry and whoever made the decision should have probably been called out it's exactly like he said harry is just white and straight and after the cover shoot he took it off and was basically unscathed he got like a few homophobic comments but that was basically it not completely hitting on him though harry does a lot for the lgbtq community i think it was just a big like unfortunate misunderstanding kind of of um the fans reaction but yeah anyway billy porter has now uh, two days ago i believe went on the stephen colbert show and he publicly apologized to harry styles kind of over what i was saying he didn't mean to make it all about harry styles or put all this blame onto him because he didn't think that's what he was doing but um yeah he just wanted to apologize so here's what he said so the first thing i want to say is harry styles i apologize to you for having your name in my mouth it's not about you the conversation is not about you now, right? for, for the people who don't know, Harry Styles was the first man to appear on the on cover, the cover of, of Vogue in a dress. Right. And so the conversation is actually deeper than that. It is about the systems of oppression and erasure of people of color who contribute to the culture. Now, that's a lot to unpack. I'm willing to unpack it. Sans the dragging and cancel culture of the internet because I do not now, nor will I ever adjudicate my life in sound or humanity in sound bites on social media. So when you're ready to have the real conversation, call a bitch, okay? He's so right about the trolls and cancel culture and it's such a bigger conversation that needs to be had that's very thorough and thought out and not just something, you know, over one little cover or one little um, soundbite. It's not about who started non-binary fashion or the feud going on between Billy and Harry. It's not about that. It's a whole bigger conversation about the movement and the expression of gender that Billy is trying to push. So I'm glad he kind of cleared the air with that and just kind of like ended it. And Harry Styles has still never said anything back, but I think Billy has been in the right this whole time. I'm so glad he said something and then I'm glad he apologized and it all cleared out. I think this went over perfectly and yeah, good for Billy for standing up for himself. And that dress he wore in Cinderella when he sang that song, When You Wish Upon a Star, was amazing. So you should go check it out. Go Google it. Okay, so last thing I want to talk about is Nick Cannon. He He's a loose cannon, Nick Cannon. He has a new talk show, and he's already saying so many wild things on there. 
but luckily Andy Cohen, one of like the best interviewers of all time, the best like entertainment interviewer of all time, he has the best questions. He went on his show and he asked Nick, which one of his baby mamas is his favorite? Now, before I play the clip, let me remind you of Nick Cannon's baby mamas. So he has seven children with four different women. There's rumored to be more, but obviously Mariah Carey, he has twins with the twins with those twins with her. Brittany Bell, he has two uh, children with her. One is named Golden. One is named Powerful Queen. That's her name. Imagine like yelling at your kid, Powerful Queen, to like come downstairs and do their chores. Like, Powerful Queen, get down here. Like, you can't like demean someone named Powerful Queen ever. I'm going to change my name to Powerful Queen. Uh, Abby De La Rose is his third baby mama. He, they had kids in June 2021. And Alyssa Scott, also had kids with him in June 2021. So he went from having four kids and two baby mamas to seven kids and four baby mamas in literally a month. So, and apparently someone else is pregnant with his child right now. So yeah, those are his options for his favorite baby mamas. Let's play the clip. It's his response. Oh my God, absolutely demonic. I'm still floored thinking about it. Nick Cannon. Yes. Who is your favorite baby mama? You don't want the answer to that question? I ain't scared of you, Andy. I ain't scared of you, Andy. We know there are a few. I'm not scared of you, Andy. My favorite baby mama is the next one. Oh! (laughs) I don't think that was a good answer. Lock him up. He's insane. He's so crazy he's so funny though like i laughed my ass off but he's also so crazy i love how he just like doesn't like not talk about it he makes this situation that he put himself in like the running joke i love it i love how he handles the whole yes i have unprotected sex and am very irresponsible i love that he just owns it because a lot of people wouldn't and i'm glad that he's kind of like normalizing it I mean, it's, it shouldn't be normal, but he's normalizing owning up to even the most public and unfortunate of mistakes. But um, but the next one, he better not be joking around with that. Did you guys see him comment on Saweetie's post where she was, was like someone giving babies or something? And he like commented like with a hand raised. Saweetie, I'm begging you, please do not even respond to that. Please do not even text him. That will end badly for both of you. You will have a kid by next year and you're sophomore album will be called pregnant bitch music not pretty bitch music so um anyway when it comes to nick cannon having another kid he actually will not be apparently because he is planning to stay celibate until 2021 because his therapist told him to um first of all good for him for getting a therapist i think that was a great move by him and um let's commend that therapist for giving him that life-changing advice that he should have taken a long time ago and he said If he can't be celibate, he's at least going to take a break from having kids. Nick, what does that even mean? Were you not taking a break from having kids before? Were you not trying to, like, avoid pregnancy before when you were having unprotected sex? I'm not sure what he exactly means by that. But anyway, here's his quote. I'm going to try to be celibate until 2022. Oh, my God. Wait, is it 2021? Oh, my God. The way I just forgot the year. Anyway, he's being celibate until 2022. He said, I'm going to try to be celibate until 2022. We're going to see if we can make it to the end of the year. 
Somebody said, you should go longer. Take your time. And he said, we'll just get to the end of the year. Then we'll talk about 2022. Not even convinced he can go that long. I feel like there's no way Nick Cannon has been celibate this whole year from the time he had his last child. I, I, I need to get him on those, those Vanity Fair lie detector tests and really see if he has. Because honestly, I would not be surprised if Nick Cannon had three more baby mamas coming out in the next few months. And... I don't think anyone would. So good luck to Nick Cannon and his next baby mama, who will apparently be his favorite. Good luck to both of you. You'll you'll need it. Okay, well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it was really fun hanging out and chatting. Share this podcast with your friends. Be sure to rate it on Apple Podcasts. Like it, leave a comment, all that stuff. Um, and yeah, feel free to DM me with your thoughts about the podcast. Maybe constructive criticism, what you liked, what you didn't, anything like that. Again, I cannot wait to tell you guys, update you guys about um, Britney Spears' conservatorship hearing. That is in two days. She could be free from the conservatorship. We will see. That'll be big news. And then Taylor Swift is dropping um, Red, Taylor's version, in two days as well. So look out for those. We'll be talking about them in here. So make sure to come back. And I will see you guys later. Thanks for hanging. Have a great day. Love you. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.